Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. We're talking race guide again, and this time we've got race director Lyle Anderson in-house talking about Lake Powell, one of my favorites. And this year, there's some changes, Lyle, but it makes oh, yeah. it even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. So we're going to get into Lake Powell and tell us, you know, just out the gate, Lyle, what are the changes we're going to see? So this year, we have a really exciting course for you guys to run. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, due to due to COVID this year, there were some uh, permitting restrictions uh, with us finishing in the park. Uh, so we are actually going to be running uh, all of it on trail this year, which um, is pretty epic for a lot of reasons. Uh, this is actually a course that we do for our Antelope Canyon Ultra that we do for the half marathon portion for our Antelope Canyon Ultra, where we'll be starting at the uh, Page Shore Amphitheater, which is a really cool venue for the event. Like. Well, I, I have to interrupt you, Lyle, because every time I go to Page, I run on this trail. Every yeah. time. This is the place where I run. I won't go run our half marathon course. I will go run Page Rim yeah. because it is that good. Yeah. And so I know that people are like, oh, this is plan B. No, no, no. This is amazing. It is. It's not. It's not a. I mean, sometimes like when you have a plan B course, it's kind of like eh, we, we compromised and like this is this is the, you know. The backup plan and, and I mean it is in this in this particular situation but like this is if there's going to be a backup plan like this is and we've actually talked about just in our own office you know making this like should we just change the course to this one because it, it it's, is great it's such a beautiful trail system that we're going to get to run on uh it's got some breathtaking views uh, where you're actually overlooking Lake Powell and in uh, the surrounding area the Vermilion Cliffs, and uh, and so you guys are you guys are really in for a good treat. It's a very runnable trail section, uh, very hard packed dirt. Um, there is some some loose sand just getting from the starting area up to up on top of the uh, the mesa. But other than that, the trail yeah, around the mesa is, is top notch. It so. really is gorgeous. And you had you had said the views. And we had a piece of this Page Rim Trail in our original half marathon course. Yes. And it was a little piece of it. But really, all of it is great. You even wrap around the Horseshoe Bend side and you get to go through the golf course section. And you get to see some really beautiful places Absolutely. Um, on this trail. So I'm excited that it's there because this is where I run every time I go to Page. Yeah. And, and the, the other you know i guess positive to it is like because we're going to be starting and finishing in the same place there won't be any need for shuttles this year so you can essentially just um drive right to the start finish area and uh, and when you're done your car will be there so you don't have to you don't have to mess around with it which, which is always it, convenient which will make everybody. it really convenient and really nice for for everybody so we're excited about that. I, I love it. So it's going to be great. We have some different things that Vacation Races has done a really good job with this whole COVID-19 pandemic. We've had very successful races in 2020 up until this point. I mean, you're just coming off of the Zion Ultra that you just barely did this last week. Before that, it was Zion at night. Before that, we were out in the Smoky Mountains in yeah. Tennessee. You had Yellowstone earlier yeah. in August. We had Rocky Mountain at the very First part of August, end of July. Um, so we've been able to put together some really successful events. And now with all of that under your belt, here we are at Lake Powell. 
which I think it's it's going to be great. Yeah, it I, always is a great time. I'm really excited about it. And and again, just to kind of reiterate what what Colleen and and I said earlier, like this this really, if there's going to be a uh, an alternate course for us to run, like we really can't. Uh, really can't go wrong with this one. No, so. you're, you're not going to go wrong. And if you're worried about trail, you're like, I'm a road runner. This is not technical trail. Mm. This, this is not stuff. Yeah, no, that's, no, no trail news shoes necessary. No, for this one. No, this, this is, it's not a lot fine. of climbing. There's not a lot of elevation change. Mm-hmm. It really is not. It, it's kind of like a trail runner's dream where you get the, the benefit of being on the dirt without having to deal with the technical nature that comes with other things. Like if you were to go do Antelope Canyon or something yeah. like that, that you're going to, you know, run into there. Not, not here, not on page. And if you're not a trail runner, you may be converted into one after running this one. So. You, you just might, you just <laughs> might. And we have amazing ultras that you can come and do as well and trail half marathons. So let's kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the schedule and what things are going to look like, uh, starting on Friday, Friday in page we're going to have our bib pickup but it's going to look a little bit different than normal Mm -hmm. yeah so if you've come and ran any of our races post covid this year um it'll be very similar to what we've done at at those events where we're going to have a drive up bib pickup uh it'll be at that same page shore amphitheater area where we will be starting and finishing the race so uh you'll be able to get really familiar with uh with where you're going to be having to arrive and park on race morning uh but but basically, we're just going to be in that parking lot there at the Page Shore Amphitheater on Friday from uh, 11 to 6. And um, you can just uh, stay in your car. There's not even any reason for you to get out of your car. You can pull right up to uh, where we'll be handing out bibs and race shirts. Uh, we'll also have the uh, merchandise sent- tent set up there at the uh, the end of the parking lot. So as you circle through, you can pick up your bib and your race shirt. And then before you leave, if there's... Uh, you want to stop and check out the uh the race merchandise you are welcome to do that and uh and the drive-through has been really successful i I mean we've now done it a few times yeah and it's actually really convenient we're able to get people through pretty quickly our team's doing a really good job it's you kind of watch it flow and you're like we should do this more often yeah (laughs) it's really funny at at the zion ultra this last weekend i had several people coming up to me as as they were just like in their car and i think I never saw the cars backed up more than maybe 10 cars. Yeah, like I yeah. never even saw the cars backed up around the corner, which was really, which was really great. Um, but several people, as they were pulling up, they're like, wow, I'm really impressed at how efficient this is running. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. It works yeah. really. Show up, get your bib and your shirt and, and you can move on. Of course, we're missing out on some of the, the fun aspects of having the, having expo, the expo and, the, and sponsors and the, there. Yeah. And, and the, the fun, you know, exciting nature that the expo brings, but you know, hopefully we'll be back to that sooner than later. But for the time being, you know, we're able to put on these events and these are some of the workarounds that we've had to come up with to be able to do that. And so, um, yeah, like I said, though, from 11 to six, uh, we'll, you know, we'll have, uh, those, those, uh, bibs available for you starting at 11. We won't be set up and ready anytime before that. So, um, if you show up prior to 11, hoping to get in there, sooner uh you're hoping we, to sneak in we're yeah, not going to we, be able to have yeah, that we won't, we won't be able to help you until until 11 o'clock that's the time that we that we've kind of set to make sure that we're all ready by so um but we'll get you in and through and let's talk a little just when we're talking about time page is on arizona time exactly. arizona does not recognize daylight savings time yeah. so they're the same as california yeah, right yeah. now they're, they're on pacific time right now so yeah the best thing that i could recommend for everybody coming to this race is to manually put your phone on pacific time 
Because the problem with Page is it's right on the state line, basically. It's right on the between border. Between Arizona and Utah. And so there's Our towers. original course finishes in Utah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the original course finishes in the in the state line marina, which is in Utah. Um, but uh, because there's towers in Utah that your cell phone's going to be bouncing signal off of, and there's towers in Arizona, your phone will just bounce back and forth between the two. And so whenever I go to this race, always manually put your phone on on pacific time and that way you won't have to worry about you know your alarm not going off right on race right morning. i've heard it too many times where it happens a lot at this race and way too often and if you have an iphone i mean i have an iphone you can go in and there is an an actual button that says to hold the time mm-hmm. like not to set it automatically that's what you want to do yep. so if you have an android or something just try to take off that automatic time zone so that you can set it because it will cause a problem at this race yeah. for, for yeah. sure. It will cause a problem. Yeah. And, and then you, and then you'll just be confused which time zone you're on because, <laughs> yeah. because like I said, it'll switch back and forth. And so you'll look at your phone and think, Oh, it's this time when actually it's, it's bouncing off of one of the other towers. So, yeah. So uh, we're going to stay on probably, Arizona time. That's probably the most critical piece of information that you can know going into this race yes. is that <laughs> you know, what time zone am I on right now? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's important at this race, but we're going to have the drive through page towards amphitheater where we're going to be. We'll have race merchandise for sale. You'll be able to pick up your hydro pouches, your race shirts. You'll have everything there at the drive through. So it'll be very convenient. It's open until 6 p.m. that evening. And then race morning, we're going to get ready to go. Yeah, race morning parking lot uh, will open for uh, uh, for the first group of people at 430. And, uh, and and if you did not, were not able to get in there on Friday to get your bib, uh, we'll have we'll have people or people there to hand out bibs to those. That, so the uh, parking's the same as where you came for the mm-hmm. drive through bib pickup. Yep. It's, if you've made it to drive through bib pickup, you're good to go for the yep. rest of the time. Yep. And you kind of mentioned that the first group's parking time before we get too far into this Explain how this rolling start's going to work here at Lake Powell. Yeah, very good question. So uh, to try and because because we are putting everybody onto a narrow single track trail. This this uh, Page uh, Rim Trail. It's a beautiful trail, but it's single track. So to start everybody, well, and we're dealing with some some uh, challenging times as far as like uh, social distancing and things of that nature. And so we want to make sure that we're we're spreading everybody out for. For safety on the trail and, and comfort, but also for safety and social distancing uh, right. protocols. And so um, we're going to be starting uh, based off of your um, your wave time that you allocated when you registered. Um, your bib's going to have a a colored uh, circle on it. A little dot. A little dot that uh, that basically represents which wave you're in. And those those waves are um, are. Uh, based off of your estimated finish time. So, so we're going to uh, start a group of 50 every 10 minutes and just spread that out starting at 6 a.m. Uh, until about 7.30 a.m. Uh, and like I said, those are going to be based off of your, your finish time. So we'll have uh, a staging area in the parking lot. Um, and, and we'll be sending out some emails, yeah. uh, you know, between between and now and you're going to get the with, race with the guide as well and that. you're going to see that in the race yeah. guide it's it's not complicated basically no. you're going to be given a time to park yep. a time to get over to the start line an actual start time and then you're good to go yeah so if everybody adheres to that yep. it flows really well yeah so so I'm, I'm glad that you you came back to this because 
if you're in one of the later waves, you, there's really no reason for you to show up at 4.30 no. because you're just going to be Sleeping. standing around waiting in your yeah. car, uh, you know, just just wait and come, you know, at the time that's like Colleen said, there we have a, a, uh, a recommended time for you to arrive to park based on which wave you're in. And that'll all be in the race guide. And like I said, we'll be emailing those out. Uh, between now and race day. So, and some so people who are worried about, you know, oh, I'm worried about cutoffs and things like that. We've actually taken that into consideration mm -hmm. and those waves account for that. So yep. even if your finish time is projected between 3.30 and 4, we've yep. accounted for that in Absolutely. this whole thing. So so don't worry about it. Just go by that. What happens is we can't have everybody say, well, I'm just going to go in the, the first wave. Yeah. Well, that whole, that defeats everything we're trying to do as far as Correct. social distancing and keeping people spread out on the trail. So yeah. please maintain that, Absolutely. you know, the wave that you yeah. have assigned yeah. to you. Yeah. And it's not, it's not something that, uh, you know, we, we want to be super strict and have to police. Um, sure. So we're not going to, but like at the same time, you know, it, it, it helps everybody if you, if you stick to those. And, and that's when I, when I, um, uh, uh, assign, uh, colors to everybody, like that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to do it based off of, um, your your recommend or your estimated finish time so yeah so we're gonna so even if you're a walker don't worry about that you guys start in the second wave and so it's going to give you extra time yep. because the cutoff times don't start until everyone is actually on the course so exactly. if you're in the earlier waves which what that's where we put those um finishers who are projected at 3 30 to 4 you're going to be in an earlier wave so it's i'm going to buy you extra time yeah. anyway so we yeah. built that into the whole process it yeah. works nicely yeah. when everybody stays where they need to be exactly Exactly. And, and like I was saying earlier, we'll have we'll have an area designated as a staging area in the uh, lower parking lot. It'll actually be the same area where you pick up your bib on Friday night. And so when you show up on race morning, we'll have you park and then uh, we're going to have um, uh, an FM tuner that all of you can tune into uh, to a certain radio station. And uh, and we'll have we'll have we'll be making announcements. Actually, Colleen, I'll be making be, all your announcements. We'll be, she'll be making announcements that morning, letting you know when it's time for you to make your way from your car down to the staging area. If it's if because it, like what we were saying earlier, you know, we'll everybody will have an assigned time that they should plan to show up to park. Uh, we'll also be telling you when it's a good time for you to make your way from your car down to the staging area to get ready to make your way over to the starting line. Yeah. So it's great. You can just hang out in your vehicle mm -hmm. and listen to the radio until the time comes to when we call you down. So just, just look for that. That will be, we'll have signage up for that to tell you what station you can tune to and everything. So it will be very easy. And actually it's, it's really relaxed. I think yeah. the start is really relaxed. It's not something that you feel rushed to do. It's yeah. just kind of, and it's chip timed. So yeah. it doesn't matter where you start exactly. first wave, last wave. We don't do, we're not going to do an award ceremony, an in-person award ceremony. So there's not that rush to, to be the first one to the line. Correct. Yeah. Well, all, all, uh, finish times are going to be based off of chip time. So whatever time you start, uh, is when your time is when your time is actually going to begin. So if you're not like in that first group at six o'clock and you're worried about it, like, don't worry about it. It's, it's all going to it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out in the end. And one thing that's actually really cool about this particular starting line. Um, so the the um, Page Shore Amphitheater is right next to the Navajo uh, Heritage, Heritage Center, Center yeah. which is a really cool uh, 
area that they do a lot of cultural presentations and uh, and explain a lot of the history of the uh, the Navajo people, and they have some primitive uh, Hogan dwellings there. And uh, we're going to be walking you guys from the staging area down to these Hogans where we're going to be starting oh, right cool. next to. Yeah. So you guys will get to see some of these uh, these primitive awesome. uh, you know Navajo dwellings, and uh, and you'll get to be starting right next to those. That's what you get um, when we go to Plan B, yeah, right? You, yeah. You so get even more. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool staging area for both the start and the finish. The the amphitheater itself is it's gorgeous. It's pretty, pretty epic. So uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, again, all this, this information is going to be, um, explained, uh, in a lot more detail in the race guide. So when we get that, uh, get that sent out to you guys, um, hopefully you'll be able to, uh, to study it because it's always recommended to read through the race guide and become as familiar with everything, uh, race day related as you can. And also race the day before race day. So that you've got all those, all those, uh, important uh details details. figured out we got them all hammered out and so you will get that race guide and you know before we get into too much of the course and things like that i think one thing is if you're new to vacation races something that's different about vacation races is that we are a cup free event and we also try really hard to recycle garbage and we we try really hard with covid19 there's been some things that we've had to change, unfortunately, with that. And so you might see a little more garbage than we like to make than we normally would, but we're still a cup-free race company. Yeah, absolutely. And so you need to have your own hydration pack or if you didn't purchase a hydro pouch with your registration. Yeah, some, um, some sort of way to carry the water at the aid stations. There will not be cups at the aid stations to hand you. So um, just be just be aware of that and, uh, and come prepared to... Yeah. Um, it's just a little bit unique to vacation races, but it works out so well. And I think yeah. people really grow to love that part about vacation mm-hmm. races. Yeah, for sure. So, and we, and we have some, we have uh, implemented, sorry, we have implemented a few really cool new features this year just to keep everything uh, really clean. Yeah, really clean. One thing that we've that we've done at our aid stations. So we've always had this uh, this manifold system with our with our aid stations where the coolers are kind of daisy chained together and we have several um ultra spouts you know the way that lyle always told me this worked was like a toilet colleen it works like a toilet (laughs) flushes like a toilet and the water comes out yeah the water comes out (laughs) it's great and it all just equalizes anyways that's a that's you'll see when you get there if you haven't ran with us before but uh one thing that we've done this year so this is the the ultra spouts it's just a single hand action you just tap it and the water comes out and fills your your hydro pouch very quickly um which is great um but this year we've we've actually um we've actually bought some pedals that we can that we can uh put on those ultra spouts so now uh you can just step on it and fill your totally hands-free so it's totally hands-free you don't actually have to touch anything that anybody else's hand has touched and uh, so our our aid station coolers will be equipped with those um, what about our volunteers and staff who will be working? What precautions are we taking to keep them safe and how are they keeping everybody else? Yeah, safe? All, all the volunteers and staff will be wearing masks and, uh, anybody working at the aid stations will have, we'll make sure that their hands are gloved as well so that, uh, we're not, uh, 
Yeah. You know, being as safe as possible. Exactly. And, you know, if you if you aren't feeling well, we ask that you don't come. I think that's probably the the bottom line is is our staff. We ask that of them and we ask that of of you as well. If you're not feeling well, we'll we'll take care of you. Yeah, that's a really good point to bring up. Uh, You know, ultimately, we we all need to just do our part to make sure that uh, not only we're being safe and careful, but that we're looking out for other people's well-being as well and, and and not even not even so much the running community but the the local community of page arizona we don't want to we don't want you know they're very gracious to let us come and run in their their beautiful part of the world and uh and we want to make sure that we and the navajo negligent. nation has been hit hard by COVID 19 absolutely and you you may see some of those businesses still shut down at this point um because the Navajo Nation was hit very hard with COVID nineteen, and so we we want to do everything we can to keep to keep them safe, yeah. um, and and not to bring anything unnecessary to their area. So everybody do their part. So masks required, Lyle. Where are we at with masks on that? No, uh, we're not requiring anybody to wear masks during the race. Uh, again, it is recommended to wear masks whenever you're around groups. So. Uh, uh, even though I'm not going to require it, uh, I definitely recommend wearing masks. Uh, it's good to have on you when we're when we're staging everybody in the morning. Um, just uh, we're going to try and keep everybody as as socially distanced as we can in the staging area. Um, but again, we're we're gathering for a race start, so um, it's definitely recommended for for those that are running to to have a mask for that portion. But once you start running. Uh, yeah, it's not it's, expected of no, you to, no. to wear a mask. I, I know I see that question from runners all the time because there are different states that have different requirements or different cities. But but no, it's not required of you when you're running to do that. Just, you know, use, using good judgment and common sense. Yeah. And, and that's what we're just asking for. So we're going to keep everybody really safe out there. So as we're talking about aid stations, Lyle, how many aid stations do we have on this course? So we have we have uh, six physical aid stations, but seven that you're going to be passing opportunities through. should yeah. we say yes exactly uh it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome uh we have uh the first one you're gonna be hitting like a mile and a half in it's right as you get up on top of the uh, up on top of the mesa so uh, there's gonna be a little bit of a climb to get to get up there uh so we'll have an aid station set up for you there and that aid station you're actually gonna hit twice you're gonna hit that at 1.5 on yeah. uh-huh, you're gonna hit that at 1.5 miles in and then also at 11.8 and that uh, will serve you drop back down. as your gear drop as well. If you clothing drop, clothing, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, clothing yeah. drop. If you yeah. had any clothing, if you started with a long sleeve yep. off that you wanted to drop, that's the place where you can and, do that. And quite honestly, that would probably be the the perfect time to to get yeah. rid of it because because you're going to be uh, you probably gonna aren't going to need it. We've had great yeah. weather yeah. here in the desert southwest lately. The mornings are perfectly cool. I'm not going to say cold because they're not <laughs> cold, um, and it's just been really really nice. So yeah. you should be really comfortable. Yeah. So that's your that's going to be the first one. The second one, uh, you're going to hit right as you're hitting that really scenic portion of the trail that Colleen was talking oh, about I earlier. I love it. I love it. Um, it. This is going to be a pretty uh, difficult location for us to access uh, with a vehicle. So we're just going to put a water. It's Station. called a water monster. It's just a big 250 gallon tank that holds water, um, but it's going to be at um, mile 4.95 so almost mile almost five, five miles. miles into the race 
And uh, we're going to have some water there for you uh, just to make sure that you've got plenty uh, to get you around the uh, to the next aid station, which and is you're going to be, be right up above, uh, you know, Lake Powell, Lake Powell, like you, the water you it's right there. You yeah. can see that whole way to Antelope Canyon. You can see, you know, the Antelope Marina out in the distance. Yes, yeah, it's it's, so it's, it's honestly every time I every time I run this, it's the it's the portion of the trail that I'm stopping Oh, very yeah. often to take lots of pictures for sure so, for sure uh so you're gonna love it that's like i said that's about mile five it's just gonna be water only at that one and then you'll after you circle around that uh that little um uh, loop it's a little loop basically and uh you'll come back to our next aid station which is uh mile 7.4 uh and that's gonna be uh, a full service aid station meaning we're gonna have cut up bananas and oranges at that aid station uh all aid stations, except for the one at mile five, which is just water, we're going to have water, gnarly, and honey stinger gels. This one at uh, 7.4 will have uh, cut up oranges and bananas. Oranges and bananas well. for yeah. you. And this is right before you're going to cross a road. You're above the Glen Canyon Dam. You get uh-huh. a beautiful view of the Glen Canyon Dam and the start of the Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. Um, you get a great view there. And then you're just going to cross a road that barely has any traffic on it. Yep. And hit another beautiful section coming into more of the downtown area of Page. Correct. Yeah. And then you'll you'll just be kind of... There was a really interesting movie that came out several years ago. I don't even know when it came out, but it was called... Um, it was called Evolution. It had uh, what's that guy's name? In I don't American know. If... Pie. American oh, Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Michael Scott, I think, was his okay. name. Anyways, he was in it. Two thousand one. Like this film. Two thousand one. I'm pulling yeah. up my IMDb. See, oh. this is what we can do when so, we're when we're so here. This movie was filmed on this page. This uh, really? this page rim. Yeah, and there's a lot of sections when you watch that movie. I mean, this was in 2001, so like right. it's changed a lot since then. But uh, if you haven't seen this, I Colleen, feel like I need to watch it. So you, you need to watch it. It's a it's comedy like, sci-fi. It's only PG-13, yeah. so it's you know it's fairly fr- family friendly. <laughs> and uh, Orlando Jones, Julianne Moore, yeah, David Duchovny's yeah, in it. Yeah, David Duchovny's in it. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, this looks pretty good. It's a very good one. Anyways, <laughs> the, the whole premise of the movie is this meteorite hits the Earth right here, and uh, and these little organisms just like evolve like within, my gosh like, ty burrell dan Ancro Aykroyd is <laughs> in this we have ashley clark this there's so many people in this yeah it's a really it's a really interesting movie and these these organisms like evolve like within a split second so they start out as a single cell organism and then <laughs> by the end of the movie it's some like they, they evolve into like some type of primate and then from there to this like giant uh I don't even know what it. I have to look up something. Rotten Tomatoes because I'm really curious, like what the tomato meter is going to say here on this one. So apparently, it got 43 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, an audience score of 48. That sounds like a great movie. Yeah. I'm totally in. Yeah, you got to check it out because it's, okay. it's, it's so it's filmed on this page rim trail. So if you're flying here, yeah, go and download it yeah. so you can watch it on the flight. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. Perfect. It's awesome. And every time I watch it now, I'm just like, hey, we have an eight station set up right there <laughs> where uh, like. Because, like I said earlier, like we we run on this trail for our Antelope Canyon Ultra. Yeah, and uh, in fact, our hundred milers they run this trail six times. Unfortunately, as the, six times as part of the, <laughs> the hundred mile. So, uh, um, anyways, it, it's it's a it's a really beautiful trail section. Yeah, um, this is, and so we're gonna come back around and um, get kind of into the downtown more area of 
of the page area and kind of the page rim just kind of cir- it just circumnavigates all yeah, of page it, basically. All, yep, it goes all around the entire city of page essentially. And then we'll cross another main road yep, we'll before go, getting into the golf course area. Yep, and right before we do, uh, we're going to have an aid station set up there right at mile eight. Um, and this is actually this, this aid station is set up right on the edge. It's on the trail but it's right on the edge of an old parking lot for an old McDonald's. So like, you'll see this like old asphalt parking lot where there's nothing there. It's just an asphalt parking lot. And you're wondering what's what this asphalt parking lot? It used to be a McDonald's, but they, they moved McDonald's they, over by the Walmart. They moved McDonald's. <laughs> yep. Off of the Mesa. It's down by Walmart now off of highway 89. That's so. funny. So you'll hit this golf course section, which is another, again, I it's, think every I section yeah. is just a little bit different mm-hmm. from the other one. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of little climbs on the, on the golf, on the golf course, course section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. When I say climbs, yeah. there's really nothing, nothing crazy, but it's no. just enough that you're like, right. Oh, Hey, we we got a little, little bit of right, bump, of, right. little bump here. Little bumps. So. And when you're when you're doing our ultra, you feel those bumps a yeah, little bit yeah. more. But uh, yeah. you guys will swing around by some nice green grass. It's a little bit cooler in that section too yep. because they water the grass. Yep. And that kind of overlooks the Horseshoe Bend area mm-hmm. of yeah. of Page. Yeah. So. And then you and then you'll come to the next stage station, which is going to be at mile ten. And this is actually just right behind the uh, Page City Library. So mm-hmm. right after you cross the road. On uh, South Lake Powell Boulevard, uh, you'll you'll come to the uh, the mile ten aid station, and uh, and again, like Colleen said, this is just uh, this is just uh, another pretty epic um, trail section. Mm-hmm. There's some it kind of it's kind of got some some really unique. Uh, I'm not even gonna say wooded areas but like, some, like <laughs> it's not right it's like, right exactly it, you kind of get in these larger bushes yeah, yeah, where it's, you're down it, in there it's it's pretty it's pretty cool and 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 it's it's got its own like this whole trail system has if we haven't convinced you that this is our favorite <laughs> place to run i don't know what will i literally know go every watch, mile go watch evolution <laughs> you can see for yourself how oh. cool this is Boy, so we'll come to that, and then we're almost at the finish line. We're going to cross over yep. Copper Mine, which is on the way to the amphitheater, and there's going to be another aid station there. Yep. So this will be this will be the mile eleven aid station, which we're going to have oranges, bananas cut up at this aid station as well. Um, and then uh, and then from there, you've just got 0.8 miles to the last aid station, the same one that you came to first for the one and a half, uh-huh. right? Yep. And so you'll hit that one, and then from there, you just got a nice little. You know, you get to run down that hill that you get down to climb the Mesa, up. So yeah. then you get to go climb down. Is that off a, of the Mesa. a little bit sandy on that side? Yeah, it's going to be a little okay. sandy. So, so between there and the finish line, you'll have some some pockets of pretty soft sand yeah. that you'll have to run through. Um, pretty which, typical for this area. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, like Colleen said, it's pretty typical. It's it's the rest of the trail is all hard packed dirt, yes. very easy running mm-hmm. surface. Uh, like we said earlier, like you don't need trail shoes to run on this, um, but and soft sand's the best to run down. Yes, and soft sand, soft sand can be can be fun. It can, downhill, do expect, it can be fun. But do expect it to get in your shoes. It will so, get in your shoes. And yes. and the uh, the finish line is also in the amphitheater. There's lots of soft sand there as well. Uh, but it's really cool. So as you're coming into the amphitheater, there's this this really cool um, monolith. It's a big giant sandstone rock that's just yeah. in the middle of this desert. And there's this little like crevice that kind of runs up through yep. it, and so you'll kind of scramble up through this little crevice into this uh into this rock structure, well, and, and then as you say, come through the other side, it opens up into this 
awesome amphitheater. Well, and when we say amphitheater, this is a natural amphitheater. Yes, yeah. So it's it's all sandstone rocks. Mm-hmm. It's it's really gorgeous. Can get windy in there. We've yeah. had experience yeah, 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 with yeah. that. But hopefully not on race day. Hopefully not on race day. But that's why it was funny. We had one experience <laughs> where it got really windy at an expo in there. And one of the, the natives who was there working with us, and I was like, my gosh, is it always windy down there? He looked at me and he's like, it's a natural amphitheater. Of course it's windy in here. That's why the amphitheater is here. So yeah, it's the, beautifully carved. Yeah, there's a there's a really cool, like you'll see when you get there, but there's a there's a really nice stage in this mm-hmm. amphitheater. And the reason why is because the city of Page actually at one point was planning to like make this a big like concert venue. Yeah, so they built the so stage cool. for yeah. for bands to come and perform and and do different uh do different shows and things like that and so it's a pretty um, epic finish line yeah yeah uh, i really think you're gonna you're gonna love every bit of this yeah and you may beg us never to go back to the original I, course, I know so. i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised i i might beg because i love it so much and we can but talk i will about it. i will be sending out a uh, survey after the race to collect uh, information from you so you can tell me whether you hated it or you loved it they can send you the sand from their shoes you can send me the sand <laughs> from your shoes yeah or you, or you can just save it and put it in a jar and be like, hey, this is my this is my, this is yeah, my this badge is my of honor. This All is this my souvenir. My shoes. It's, it's great. It really is going to be beautiful. And the course is very straightforward as far as, you know, sometimes people are like, am I going to get lost? You're not going to get lost. No, no. Um, there's only one trail. Yeah. And yeah. it's pretty much pretty easy to fall. There are some road crossings, but those are going to be very simple. They're very fast road yeah. crossings. The There's not a lot of traffic in page. Yeah. And we will have, we actually will have flaggers at each of those road crossings Great. as well so it's going to be a very safe crossing for you at each of these road crossings talk to me about spectators like what's the situation with spectators and, and what's our expectation there okay so it's it's a covid year so right. um i think it kind of goes without saying but like spectators really need to um um we're trying to not, limit the yeah. number of people that are around. So, you know, if we can limit the number of people by limiting spectators being there, um, especially on this trail, there's really no place for them to be on the trail system. Correct. Yeah, it's a, it's a single track trail, even though there's sections where uh, you do cross the road. And I would say, oh, you could go to those crossings. No, don't. Because what's happening is we're we're going to have flaggers at each of those crossings. But the flaggers are also uh restricting travel from two lanes down to one lane right. so they only have to handle have that to handle one lane right closure and so there's really nowhere for you to park at these road crossings anyways and so there's not a, a good place to spectate on the course the best place would just be at the start and finish but the great thing is is we use the race joy app we have yes. that that we use and so if the runner has a race joy app as well as the spectator the runner will start that race joy app when they start, and then the spectator will be able to get updates and can even send messages yeah. to the runner through that app while they're running. And so you'll know where your runner is, and it's it's a really unique app that way, and it works really, really well. So yeah. download Race Joy before you even get here. Just it's R-A-C-E-J-O-Y. Get that downloaded. It's a free app, and you just have to start it as a runner when you start and make sure your spectator has it and they can yep. keep track of you yep. the whole time. So and if you're doing that, we're gonna drop in some fun little messages as well into Race Joy. So if you're using it with headphones while you're running, you're gonna hear me interrupt your running and tell you about the area you're, you're 
running and some of the things about Lake Powell and Glen Canyon. So it's it's really a fun, interactive thing for spectators and for the runners. Absolutely. So yeah. so Race Joy app, get that downloaded for you. Yeah. And I think and I think we we talked about this earlier about uh, the award ceremony. Right. We're not going to have yeah. an actual in-person award ceremony. We are awarding awards, yeah. but just not in person. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be uh five deep uh, age group. And then we'll have uh male and female overall. Uh, five masters. deep and all, and then mm-hmm. all age categories are five deep as yep. well. Yep. So great. And you're going to get one of those amazing vacation races medals that we love to hand out at the finish line. So you will be getting your finisher medals. Yeah. Race merchandise is going to be open on race day as well. Megan's yep. going to be there yep. in she'll, the parking lot. She'll be in the same place she was on Friday. So Perfect. we're not, we're not going to move her. So wherever yeah. you see her on Friday, when you come to pick up your bib and your race shirt, uh, she'll be, she'll be set up in the same place on, on uh, race day as well. So if you're, if you see something on Friday when you're picking up your bib and 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 we're kind of unsure whether you want to get it, don't worry. She'll be back there. She'll on, be back she'll there, be back on, there Saturday. on Saturday, and so you can. You That's can, perfect. You have another chance. That's to perfect. Perfect. Stop and grab something. So we've talked about aid stations. We've talked about how much we love this course. We're gonna have volunteers out there helping you. How about pacers? Do we have pacers for this one? Yep, we'll have pacers, and and the way they're gonna the pacers are gonna work is they're just gonna basically be assigned to your wave, a wave. Okay. just like just like they would normally but but they just won't be starting until you start because so. the wave is your projected finish mm-hmm. time so we're yeah. going to put the pacer that is going for that projected finish time yep so yep, yep. so should be so really your pacer easy. will basically be with you in in the staging area and and uh yeah so it'll it'll actually flow really well um because you'll just kind of hang out with your pacer at the beginning before you even begin the race so. and there's plenty of parking your siri is talking to you yeah. she, she must think that we're, we're calling her she thought i said something um so there's plenty of parking at page shores amphitheater plenty of room yes. there there's that not going to be an issue there um anything else what else can you think of that's important to know on this one uh, so we talked about clothing drop at that first aid station uh the only other thing that uh kind of along those same lines would be gear check so typically at the beginning of all of our races we'll have you know gear check available for you to uh you know if you're if it's cold which i don't foresee it being very right, cold on, right. on race Quite morning, mild. but if it's but if it's cold and you're wearing a you know a jacket or a long sleeve shirt just to keep warm before the race, uh, we'll have gear check available there where you can you can leave it and, and collect it at the finish. Although with with us starting and finishing in the same area, I would recommend just leaving it in your car. Sure, uh, that's the easiest. It's just thing so to easy do. to do that. Yeah, um, you know you always want to be careful with with gear check, like leaving anything valuable in there, anyways. Um, so if there's anything that you know a jacket or something you have that's really nice, like it's yeah. always recommend just leave it in your car. I anyways. mean, loop courses are so nice for that reason yeah. right there is yeah. you can have all your stuff right there and, as you, can, you, want and you can stay in your car as long as you want. Right. Like, Cause we'll have the to, transmitter mm-hmm. that you'll be able to hear everything that I'm saying through the microphone yep. from your vehicle. So it makes it really convenient yep, for you exactly. guys. So, um, great. So it's going to, it's going to be great. We're looking forward to hosting everybody in page. Um, why don't we talk about some of the things about page things to do around that area. If people are coming to visit club hikes, trifecta activities that we have for this one, because it is such a gorgeous area yeah, and yeah. so many things close by. What is what do you know of that's closed? Is there anything with COVID-19 that's closed? So the, the dam tour that's usually part of our trifecta is is not going to be available available this year. And so because of that, we have swapped out the, the dam tour with the uh, 
the observation uh, hike. And so there's a okay. really cool uh, observation point that just overlooks the uh, the dam there. That's really, really a cool, it's a short little hike, but it's a really cool uh, scenic um, Great addition to yeah. the uh, to the uh, trifecta. And so the trifecta is three activities that are really easy to accomplish that you can do easily with kids and family. One of them is like Lyle said to visit the dam from this um, from this overlook that you can see right down the dam. It's really cool. And then Horseshoe Bend going out there. They've yep. uh, if you haven't been there for a little while, they've redone their parking lot out there. Yeah, they've it's... redone the whole trail out there. I think it's like ADA accessible now. Yeah, it is. Um they've so you used to have to climb up the really sandy mountain and then down the sandy yeah. mountain. And they've they've cut a whole new trail over there. So uh Horseshoe Bend is even easier to get to and that's one in our trifecta and that's managed by the National Park Service. Mm-hmm. It's not on Navajo land. So it is open still. Yeah. It um, borders, it borders right the, there. It just yeah, hugs it. Borders it. There. Um, and then you can go swim in the lake. The water yeah. temperatures are great this time of year at Lake Powell. Yeah, we've been unseasonably warm. We have year, been, so. we have been. So you can go and dip your toes in the lake, bring some paddle boards down there. There's plenty of rental places around. Um, yeah, lots of fun stuff on the trifecta. And then for our club hikes for this one, uh, they're a little unique, Um, our rainbow club takes you, it encourages you to go out to rainbow bridge, which is an on water destination. Yeah. 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 You got to rent, you got to rent a boat or take take a a, tour boat, tour boat out there. And, uh, it's a, it's a pretty long ride on the the tour boat. I think it's about three hours, Yeah, but it's a great way to see the lake. It really is. It really is an amazing lake. And when you get on those, those boats and just drive up the lake, it's, it's, it's so different. Lake Powell's so beautiful yeah. from, you know, like our finish line that we normally have right there at state line. It's so beautiful just to see, but it's a whole different, uh, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. When to you actually drive up, out the, up in, the main, the main yeah. uh, waterway. So it's, if you have any chance to get out on the lake, just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If this is one of the only times you think you'll be to Lake Powell, or if you've never been on the water, my kids have taken the tour boat out and they've loved it. If you can, yeah. you can go rent while we Marina, you can rent uh, boats, private mm-hmm. boats, and you can just take those out in the lake as well. Yeah. I mean, there's gas stations out in the yeah. lake. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's kind of a, a whole community unto itself. It's like water world. Yeah. If we're going to talk movies, it's like water world. Except for you're surrounded by land instead of by water. That's so. true. Without all the fighting and Kevin Costner <laughs> and things like that. So we've got rainbow bridge. You can go out and see that. <laughs> we're just talking about all the bad movies I know, today. I know. Lyle. We could do it all day long. We could. And then our last um, club hike is Antelope Canyon. So tell me about the status of the Antelope Canyon club hike. Is that open? No, they're not. Kay. They're not doing tours. It's like I said earlier, it's on, it's on Navajo, Navajo land. land. And right now they are not, they are not open to, uh, to uh, tourism at all. Yeah. Yeah, So So you're not going to find access to Antelope Canyon that way, though, if you go to the marina, the Antelope Marina, and you go and rent some kayaks and some paddle boards, you can actually paddle up into Antelope Canyon pretty darn far uh, without permits. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go to the Antelope Marina, though. You have to go to the Antelope Marina to get up there. Don't don't start from Waweep. Yeah, it's going to be a really long row. And you're going to be and you're going to get mowed over by all the house, all the tour boats. Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't do that, but uh, there is some water access, not all the way up into this portion of Antelope Canyon, but you can actually kayak up in there. And it's it's we've had some of yeah. our pacers who did that last yeah. year, yeah. and it really looks like a beautiful thing. Yeah. But so that one's closed. So you've got the Rainbow Club, you've got the trifecta activities um, that you can do as well. And um, yeah, it's just a great area. Um, really pretty. You're really close to the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, if yeah. you wanted to yeah, swing want, over, just, yeah, just make it make a day of it. You could go right up onto uh, North Kaibab and go yeah. check out the the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Well, that's the the easiest. So yeah, you're closest. closest to the north side, but it's not that far. No. I mean, go through Cameron and you'll be what four hours yeah, maybe about, to about, the south about, rim. About fourish hours yeah. to get to the south rim, and so the the views from the south rim are a little bit more grand. Yes. You know, you're gonna get you're definitely gonna get more of that Grand Canyon, that Grand feel. Canyon, right. you know feel on the on the south rim but the north rim is is beautiful it is beautiful yeah, yeah well. there's some great things there so so some fun activities we've got these will all be in the race guide as well um i'm just excited i've always loved lake powell isle because it used to be kind of our season closer yeah. um you know it's it's not it hasn't been in the past few years but it's always been it's close to where we you know are home and it's always just been that really home race for me yeah i've always really been attached yeah. to this race and it's and it's always just had a very um just a very fun uh yeah. vibe yeah. to it. Like great weather great. i mean we generally oh, yeah. get really great weather we've had some overcast years but it's pretty mild that mm-hmm. time of year and so it really is when people ask me they're like what's your favorite vacation races event what's your favorite one lake powell's always on that list yeah yeah, yeah. i have like a top three lake powell is always on there because yeah. it is so it's i don't know it's it's a special place it's to be. the the owner salem stanley it's his favorite race of all yeah, of them yeah it's, I, it's a toss-up for me with all with a lot of them uh, I, it like really they're, is they're really I mean, also unique and and different from each other too that i don't know that i could ever say that it's like your children, favorite, right? But, like, how do you pick which yeah. one's your favorite? Yeah, it's tough. It's it, tough. It really is tough. All right, Lyle, before we get out of here, anything else that you think of that we need to know about this Lake Powell Half Marathon? No, not really. Nothing that we haven't really gone over. I think the, the most important thing is to just come and have fun. Like, it's a beautiful area. And, uh, you know, just like any of our races, there's there's plenty to do. And you're in a beautiful part of the world. Just enjoy it and uh, yeah, and just relax and just we'll we'll take care of everything else just come and enjoy your experience uh, yeah that's it all right i'm gonna put you on the spot now you're ready okay i did this to dane he failed miserably oh boy he failed miserably. Now, you got, now you got me nervous no you're oh you're gonna you're gonna crush this okay. one i know okay. you are all right we need a joke to go out with a joke a joke oh boy come on put lyle spot. i know you can come up uh, with you know a here's, here's the problem joke. with jokes and me is like i only remember those bad <laughs> the bad ones that i shouldn't remember oh you mean but the inappropriate the, ones yeah those are the only ones that pop in. but okay i do have one okay all right this all is right. one that it took are, dane at least 30 minutes we had to edit out like oh, all this geez, time no, i i this is one that i i've stolen from katie hippert who works in our marketing uh, department that girl she's my favorite and uh and, and I'm probably not going to say it nearly as well as Katie did, but like it's one I I I've actually thought was really funny, and so okay. I've, I've told a lot of people. So, what is a pirate's favorite letter? R. You think it'd be R, but it'd be the C. R R R. Okay, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, see, that's, that's pretty good. good. That's, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, we'll go out yeah, on thanks, that. Thanks, Katie. Journey. I stole that one again <laughs> and used it. No, we love it, and we love <laughs> we love Katie. We love our marketing team. We have amazing staff. We Absolutely. have amazing people, especially you guys who come and run with us all the time. Thank you so much for trusting us with your race experience here at Vacation Races, and we will see you next time on the Vacation Races podcast. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com.
This episode was directed by Robin Rogers and produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com. <laughs>